Jake Warner was at the control. So sit back, relax, and check this drone out right here. Jake! Yo! Okay, here we go. So good to be back. This podcast is for the people. No, nobody knows who I am. Jake! Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Ready to talk a bunch of nonsense with you. I can't stand them. It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Yo, what's good, y'all? It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. I'm your host, Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner. My government name. Welcome to the show. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud.com slash The Big Brother Jake Podcast. You can also go to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or TuneIn. Type in the keywords, The Big Brother Jake Podcast. Boom, and you're in there. You can listen, stream it. 37 countries are doing it. Why not you? Little old you. Little old me. Little old podcast. Trying to make some waves. Trying to do the damn thing. So happy to be here. Back on the microphone. Love doing this podcast each and every week. And we're only going to get better, y'all. I'm really working on some things. But uh, I was trying to get something done for the one-year anniversary, but I can't. I'm just too busy. So maybe the 100th episode. So we're on episode 41 right now. We are going to do it big. I'm looking at different venues. If anybody that owns a, a, a small bar and grill, a small business where you serve food and drink, preferably tacos, Oh, and we're going to get into some tacos in a minute here with Taco Tuesday, LeBron. Oh, let me let me pace myself, okay? We, we're going to get into it. But anybody that has a small venue or a large venue that's willing to accommodate an audience for the Big Brother Jake podcast, I could record my 100th episode there, please inquire, the Big Brother Jake podcast at gmail.com. If you know somebody owns a taco shop that wants to get down with me, let them know. I will plug them. They will be the official, official sponsor. They'll get the headline and everything for a super long time if they're down to let us use it. Or give me a discounted rate. I prefer free. But, you know, it is what it is. People got to get paid. And I promise we're going to do that. So I'm looking forward to the 100th episode in the, in the celebration that would occur. The 100th um I'm sorry, the one-year anniversary is just right smack dab in the middle of Clipper basketball, Kings hockey, Five North Bolt, and some other things I'm working on, KLOS as well. So you'll hear, and I'll announce those very soon, really, really good news for the Big Brother Jake podcast and myself. Anyways, I I had to uh, really stop and think about something um, as the news came out about uh, Angels pitcher Tyler Skaggs, um, there was a lot of controversy. A lot of people didn't know. He just, you know, overnight, he died, you know. There's always a reason, and it's a polarizing thing because people speculate, and then once the truth comes out, people have their say on things. So with that being said, I'm just going to say this. Um, reports came out that... Um, Angels pitcher Tyler Skaggs died while under the influence of drugs and alcohol and fatally choked on his own vomit, according to an autopsy performed by a medical examiner in Texas. The Tarrant County Medical Examiner's Office said in a report released Friday, this past Friday, that Skaggs had the powerful painkillers fentanyl and oxycodone in his system along with alcohol. The official cause of death was listed as mixed ethanol, fentanyl, and oxycodone intoxication with terminal aspiration of gastric contents. 
That, in essence, means Skaggs choked to death on his own vomit while under the influence of alcohol and those two drugs. Oh, man. This, this breaks my heart. Um, the, the Skaggs family released a statement after the autopsy report was made public, public and they said, uh, we are heartbroken to learn that the passing of our beloved Tyler was the result of a combination of dangerous drugs and alcohol. That is completely out of character for someone who worked so hard to become a Major League Baseball player and had a very promising future in the game he loved so much. Okay. Now listen. Drugs have torn up many families. Alcohol has torn up many families. And you also got to understand something else. Um, you know, you're going to have your side of people that say, he had everything, man. Why would he do that? So stupid. I can't believe he would do something like that. He had the world. And he wants to blow it on alcohol and drugs. What an idiot. He's so stupid. He deserves it. No one deserves that, but that has been said, and I've read message boards and stuff like that. And then you have the other side where, you know, we don't know what's going on in people's lives. You can look at all these people, celebrities, some of your best friends. You don't know what people are going through. You can't just go out and say, oh, man, what an idiot. He had the world. Nobody knew what Tyler Skaggs was going through. Maybe he had problems that he never disclosed with his, his loved ones, his close, his close family and friends. We don't know. You can look at someone like Robin Williams. On the outside, smiling, always laughing, having a good time, thinking things are great. You see Robin Williams and he just makes you funny. He's, you know, been one of the funniest comedians. He was one of the funniest comedians on the planet. Made great movies, made, made great stand-up specials and TV shows. But nobody knew how bad that man was hurting inside. Another one that's close to my heart as well, Junior Seau, former linebacker of the uh, San Diego Chargers. We on the outside see him as the guy that's throwing up shaka signs with his hand, surfing, happy, at the beach, smiling, calling everybody buddy. But we don't know the internal torture that that man suffered in order, you know, and ended up killing himself. We can't judge books by their cover. We can't go and say, well, he had everything. Why would he be mad? I've had money, okay? I've had plenty of money working for high-profile clubs like the Dodgers and stuff like that. Money is great. Money is one of the coolest things to possess because it gives you freedom and access to a lot of things but i will say this and i'm being dead ass honest with you there's not enough money in the world if you're unhappy if you're going through things in life if you're heartbroke or you're depressed or you have anxiety you have stress there's not enough money in the world that could fix that now tyler skaggs he lived you know a good life he was able to accomplish his dream by being a major league baseball player and making millions and living a life of luxury. But sometimes, even when you hit your goal in life or you've hit the pinnacle of what you think is where you want to be, like, I've made it. This is where I'm at and I made it. We don't know what people are going through. We shouldn't sit here and judge somebody because of what they did. Oh, well, he OD'd on dope. 
and alcohol. So, you know, what a loser. What, he couldn't handle it. He couldn't hang. Do you know what that man was going through? I could walk into a room right now, any room, friends, family, strangers, go in there and be on, quote unquote, and make you laugh, make you happy, make you whatever. And it'd be like, damn, Jake is, he's good. He's in a good place. He's happy, man. He's here cracking jokes. Get in my car and cry my eyes out. Because some people just have to put that mask on to get through the day. And maybe, just maybe, because Tyler Skaggs was a popular player on the team, you know, and he had to go out in public and face, you know, fans, sign autographs, deal with coaches, deal with players, deal with teammates, all that other stuff. And maybe because it was a lot for him, it could have been, and I'm not speaking for Tyler Skaggs, I can't, but maybe, just maybe, the oxycodone and the fentanyl and the alcohol were his ways of escaping his reality. Sometimes we get what we want, and it could be too much, and we don't know how to handle it. And if you try to go somewhere and say, hey, oh, man, you know, I'm a little overwhelmed, so-and-so, like, I'm really doing the most right now. I'm I'm taking pills. I'm drinking every night, and I, I need some help. It's not easy for people to go and get help. You know, I'm that guy that's like, hey, man, if you need me 24-7, 365, 52 weeks a year, man, I got you. And I mean that. When I offer that, I mean it. But because I offer that, it doesn't mean I'm apt to ask for help myself. I'm used to, hey, man, if you need me, get at me. And I'll help you with your problems, and we'll sit, and we'll talk, and we'll go out to eat, and we'll try to figure out what's going on with you. But me, I'm so scared to ask for help. (laughs) I'm too terrified to humble myself and say, yo, I'm going through it right now. Can you talk to me? Do you got 20 minutes to like hear me out and be there for me? I can't do that. I can't do that. And you know what? I'm not alone. There's a lot of people that can't do that. There's a ton of people that can't do that. The thought of trying to Humble yourself to ask for help because you're going through something, whether it's addiction, whether it's um, depression, whether it's heartbreak and divorce, whatever the case may be, some of us are just terrified to ask for help, especially with someone like Tyler Skaggs. He probably has family that depends on him financially. You know, hey, man, hook me up with tickets. Hey, man, can I get $20,000 because I need this? And, you know, you got all that coming at you. And he probably didn't know how to handle it or that was his way of escaping. I'm going to say this, and I've seen it on message boards. I've seen it uh, and listened to it on talk radio. Everybody, not I won't say everybody, but a, a good portion of people were like, well, I didn't see this coming. Well, I didn't this, I didn't that. Like, what? I mean, he had it all. He plays for the angels, and, you know, he, he's, he's loving life, and he's rich, and he's successful. And yeah, but not everybody's happiness is determined by rich and successful. Maybe he was having romantic, like romantic problems, like relationship problems, I should say, not romantic, sorry. Relationship problems. Maybe he was estranged from somebody. Maybe he was just feeling the pressure of everyday life as a, a, a top-tier pitcher with success and money and all the problems that come with success and money. It could be a lot to deal with. Man, if I get $10,000, man, I don't even know how to act. Like, y'all, leave me alone, man, and, and become a recluse. I mean, <laughs> everyone's different. So I can't, you know, when I heard the story, I was like, it doesn't add up. You don't just 
die in a hotel room when you're a healthy athlete. You know, the man had like no body fat, in shape. I was like, it doesn't add up. But I'm not going to judge and I'll wait till the autopsy report comes out. And the autopsy report, you know, is kind of where I thought it was going because that happens a lot. Unless you have sleep apnea and you just die in your sleep, most of the time it's it's an overdose. It, it's just fact. I mean, just even being in the entertainment field or the news field, you know, journalism, I, I've heard a lot of these stories. As a producer, I'm, I've always chased these stories and called the coroner office, called police, and tried to get a cause of death and this, that, and the other when investigating a story. And it always turns out like this with an athlete if they don't just die of sleep apnea or heart attack. It's always something that's influenced by something else. So I'll say this. I'm not going to sit here and judge the man. I don't know what he went through. His family's going through a hell of a lot right now, and people are talking a lot of crap on him and his family, and I don't think it's fair. We don't know what Tyler Skaggs is going through. The man could have been depressed. Look at, like I said, Robin Williams. Look at, you know, um, Andrew uh, Bourdain, whatever his name is, the, 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 the chef. He was happy. He was happy. Went, all, went around the world. Like, I'm not going to make light of it like uh, Dave Chappelle did, but he literally traveled all over the world and tasted great cuisine, 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 however you say it, all over the planet. Everybody thought, man, he had the best life in the world. He's eating, traveling, getting paid for it. But we don't know what somebody's going through. Just because somebody has everything that you want doesn't mean it's what they want. Some people just want peace in their life and they're trying to attain it through chemicals. I do it through food and alcohol, not going to lie. That's how I try to find my happiness. Not so much alcohol, I'm a social drinker. I'm not going to sit here and be like, I drink 14 beers a night. No, I don't. I'm a social drinker, but when I need that comfort, when I'm alone and I'm going through things, tacos, food, whatever the hell it is, is there, okay? Like my man Tom Looney says, you know, being addicted to food is kind of crazy because, like, drugs are taboo. You can't get to drugs, like, easily, like the hard stuff. So you got to sneak around and go get it. Alcohol, you got to get out the store and buy it. You don't need it, but you need food every day. And food is something you need to survive. But it's so accessible, you can eat enough to survive <laughs> for like 40 days in one meal. You know, I mean, so everyone has their vice. I have my vice. You have your vice. Tyler Skaggs had his vice. His vice was oxycodone and, and fentanyl and alcohol. And it's a, it's, a, it's a shame. So let's not judge people on how they die. Let's celebrate their life for what they did and what they accomplished and, and, and the things that um, they, they went through. Let's not, you know, if I die tomorrow, if I die and y'all find out, I don't want to be known for how I died. Oh, he had a heart attack. Fat ass. Like, I, I really hope that if I die... Like, if I were to die, I want to be known for somebody that loved life and loved people and loved to help others. And that's what I want to be remembered by. I don't want to be remembered as the fat ass that uh, died because he ate too much and clogged his arteries. I don't want that life. Let's give people the roses while they're alive. 
Let's check up on that strong friend. Let's check up on that friend that's not so strong or, and, and loud. You know, the quiet person that's going through it. You know, see the signs. If somebody's giving away worldly possessions, like, what the hell? You, why are you giving me this? Why are you giving me money? That's a sign. That's a sign that things aren't going right and maybe they want to end it. You know, let's not judge the person on how they died. This is a tragedy. This is a tragedy that could have been avoided. But sometimes we're we're, we're so we're everything to everybody that we don't take the time to assess ourselves and seek the help we need for stuff. And in this case, this this may have happened. You know, he wanted to escape. Obviously, he wanted to escape his reality. You don't drink and get buzz or drunk or smoke weed and get high or snort coke and get high or take pills or whatever you do. If you do that, you want to escape reality somewhat. You know, of course you like the feeling of being buzzed or high or drunk or whatever. It's a cool feeling. Not going to lie, I like it. Because for a few minutes I could escape what I'm dealing with in life. And that's obviously something he wanted to do. And it's obviously something that was really bothering him. And on a crazy high level, no pun intended, an escape he needed. But he just took it a little too far and it didn't work out and he passed away. So let's, again, I'll repeat this and hit it, hit it, hit it home. Let's not judge people on how they passed away. Let's judge them on their merits that they did on earth, their loved ones, their family, friends, how they treated them, and how they went about their business. And check on people because I didn't see this coming. You know, I'd see Tyler Skaggs and I'm like, oh man. You know, he's happy. He's a damn good pitcher. He, he plays for the Angels. And life is good for the man. I mean, he's doing his thing. When I heard that he passed away, I'm like, what? Nah, why? And then I heard hotel room, found him dead in his bed. I'm like, okay, I, I, I get it. Something's foul. And it's not because he has sleep apnea or something. Something's foul. So let's check on the people that we love. Check on the people that you haven't heard from in a while. And make sure they're good. And let's not be judgmental, y'all. Life is already hard enough. Let's take it easy and let's just not be so harsh. Oh, you know, he's a drug addict. Oh, he deserves that. No one deserves to die like that. Everybody has the right to be loved and be heard and be helped. And let's look out for the people. You see signs? Even Hey, look, you may piss people off by... You going up to him and say, hey, man, everything good? Yeah, man, why? Why everybody keep asking me? Let the, I'd rather them be alive and mad than dead and not responding. Okay? So do that. Be kind, y'all. Be kind. This world is so motherfucking hard. Sorry for the, for the language for the kids listening. But this world is fucking hard, man. And there's a lot of shit that we got to deal with on a daily basis. Especially as adults. And you're not, you know, you got the constant pressures of life. Especially if you're a father or mother, you know, a parent, I should say. Even if you're not a parent, as an adult, living is hard. And sometimes we need that escape. I get that. I'm not advocating for any of that. So don't say, oh, big brother Jake told me to drink, drive, and do drugs. No, I didn't say all that. I didn't say all that. And nobody's weak if they need to go to drugs and alcohol or food, or whatever their addiction is, to get through it. No one's weak. People just need help and don't know how to get out of that situation. So I'm not going to keep hitting you over the head with this stuff. I'm very sad to hear 
how he died, but I would never judge this man on how he died. I would judge him for what he did on earth as a person, as a son, as a, you know, um, a cousin, a, just a man, a friend, whatever he is. I'll judge him on his merits for that. And I won't judge anyway. I'm not someone to judge. You know, I've done my dirt. Everybody's done dirt in life. So how are we going to sit from some ivory tower and say, you're bad because you died of an overdose. Like, I can't do that. And I won't do that. And I got to tell people how they should live, but I'm judgment free. I will not judge you for anything you do. If you come to me and say, oh, Jake, I did this, I will, I will greet you with open arms, a hug, and a plate of food and say, let's talk it over, man. What's going on with you? Let's, let's get right. And I know I'm going super long on this first opening segment. And you're like, man, can we get to something that's more light? Yes, we are. We are. You know, next segment, I'm going to hell off and it's going to be fun. But I really had to speak on this because it's not just Tyler Skaggs. You know, he makes the news because he's a baseball player. But think about the people you know each and every day. You know, Kyle at the office. Damn, what happened to Kyle? He died last week? What? 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 You never know what people are going through. Why did so-and-so go off and start shooting people? You don't know what they're going through. So if you have that friend, if you have that family member that you haven't really reached out to, but you notice things are a little off or they're distant or they're doing things that aren't, you know, out of character, reach out, talk to them. They may, you may be that one person that reaches them and says, yo, 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 what are you doing? And if one person reaches out, perfect example, when I talked to my homegirl, Jesse Dallas Childs from FabulistaCookies.com, she was in studio, and I broke the news to her that she saved my life. She was the one person she didn't know. And I, I really feel bad I did that on the podcast and didn't warn her. So I'm sorry, Jesse. But she was the one person who reached out to me when nobody else would. And it saved me. And from there on out, life started getting really good for me. So you never know what you, you know, how, how you can reach people. So be that person. Don't judge. Welcome to an open arms. Be the person that can help. Because I hate seeing these stories. And it's not just the popular baseball players at OD or the football players or the rappers or anyone else. Singers and entertainers. There's regular people in your life that you know that are going through a struggle. And they're taking fentanyl and oxycodone and all this other stuff. You don't know what people are going through. But if you see something out of character, just reach out. Don't judge the man. Don't judge anybody on their past. Help them learn from their past. Don't let anyone be a prisoner of their past. Don't let anyone be a prisoner of their depression. Don't let anybody be a prisoner of what they're going through in life. It's just not fair. It's not fair to do that to somebody. Oh, well, this guy was a criminal in the family, so lock up all the silver and gold. Don't be that person. Don't be that person. Oh, this person, they did this and that, and, you know, they stepped out and blah, blah, blah. Maybe Tyler was going through something like that, being held a prisoner of his past, being held a prisoner of his fame or success. Oh, well, he asked for it because he wanted to. No, no one asked for that. Yes, they know what they're getting into. They know what comes with it. Autographs, pictures, this, this, and that. And your, your life is public. But nobody deserves to be held a prisoner of their past, and some people have to deal with it through means of chemical stuff. Don't be that person. 
Okay? Love one another. Yeah, I'm getting kind of serious right now, and I'm going really long with this segment, but I'm just, I'm into my mode, and I'm not stopping right now. Because I see too many people, way too many people, way too many people being held for their past, being held hostage or prisoner of their past. Or people going through it. And instead of, oh man, that guy's just always depressed, man. He always got problems. Oh, he, he's always seen like, you know, a therapist or something wrong with him. I can't help that fool. Maybe you can say a word the therapist can't. Maybe you can say something to your loved one or your spouse or whoever. You can unlock that key or have the key to unlock that prisoner in and say the right thing. And something will open up in their head and say, damn, yes, I need help. Yes, I've been going through stuff. Yes, I've been going through struggles. And I need your help. Don't judge people by what they've done. Don't judge people by how they died. Judge people for what they did on this earth. Judge people. And and talk about people. On what they've done with their merits. I I hate the word judge. I don't judge anybody. Excuse me, man. I'm feeling this one right now. I'm really emotional right now. I don't even care. I'm not stopping. I'm not editing nothing. You hear it. Man. I'm just saying like this. Give people the roses while they're still alive. Forgive people. Love people. If you see something wrong with your loved ones, take them in. Don't judge them for what they're doing. Because sometimes people don't know what they're doing. So they deal with it the way they deal with it. Seriously. I saw this guy yesterday. He was talking to himself the whole five minutes I was like outside staring. And he was probably having a conversation with the most smartest person he knows. So, you know, I'm not trying to make light of it. But, but what I'm saying is this, man, like you don't know. Maybe that I've talked to a lot of homeless people. I've been down a skid row. I've done a lot of work. I'm not bragging, but I've done it because I love people and I like to find out what makes people tick and what makes them who they are. There's a lot of good fathers, good mothers, Ph.D., Holders, college graduates, rich people, poor people, good people going through stuff down there, but they're dismissed because they're dirty, they haven't showered, and they're taking dope. People deal with things with chemicals because they don't know how to reach out for help. But we judge them every day. Yes, you don't want to get harmed if somebody comes up to you and they they look like they're going to do something. Yeah, knock their ass out, because I would. Family first, protecting whoever's near me. But we don't know what people are going through. So don't think because this guy hurled a baseball and was happy with us, you know, he he made it, he's living his dream, that he had it all together. None of us have it together. None of us. And if you think somebody does, they're fucking lying to you, man. We're all faking it until we make it, and that's the worst phrase I hate. Everybody got, some people just know how to control things better than others. Yeah, oh man, she got it together, man. She's funny, and she's having fun with everybody, and she's giving, and she's loving. But behind closed doors, she might be in the shower crying every day. Because life is hard. 
or oh man, you see this dude, he's funny as hell, and he's doing his thing, man. You know, he's got a lot of success going on. You know, he got the girls, he got whatever, and that dude behind closed doors is sniffing coke and taking pills because he's not happy in what he's doing in his outside personas and who he really is. Oh man. I done opened a can of worms today on this opening segment. Y'all were not expecting that. You know what? And I wasn't expecting to do that. I was going to go my regular 10 to 15 minutes and say, hey, don't judge Tyler Skaggs. But nah, man. It, it just, maybe it's God talking to me right now and, and, and I'm just a vehicle. And somebody in their car at the gym with their headphones on or at home washing dishes or cooking needed to hear what I had to say today. Okay. So I'm sorry for the sermon, <laughs> but when you're feeling it, you just go with it. But let's just be more kind, give people the roses while they're alive, and um, let's love one another, man. Let's look out for who needs it. Let's stop judging people. Let's love people for who they are and what they do and not for how they died or what they're going through. You are not your past. You are not your past. What happened to you in the past it's something you can't control. But your present and your future is totally your control. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. All right, all right. I'm about to get real serious on y'all real quick here. I'm not even kidding right now. Like, I'm really upset about this whole situation. Um, first of all, I love tacos, Okay. Tacos are one of the few things that bring me joy. Tacos are one of the things that, you know, I, I celebrate with other people. I get together with my loved ones and we grub down on carne asada tacos. Like, that's my favorite in the world. Like, my favorite food. I love taco. I particularly love Taco Tuesday. Okay? Taco Tuesday is for everyone. It's celebrated worldwide. Definitely celebrated, you know, on the West Coast, like California, uh, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, you know, down south there. Taco Tuesday is an important day of the week for everyone. And, and y'all think I'm being, like, funny right now. I'm, not, I, I'm really pissed off. Like, I'm not even kidding. What I'm about to, talk, what I'm about to tell y'all, because, like, I'm really, really distraught by this whole thing. So, I... Look forward to Tuesday. I, I, for a long time, I, I, I used to tell everybody how much I hate Tuesday because Monday, you know, you know, you expect it to be the start of the week and it's hard. Wednesday is halfway down the week. Thursday is Friday Eve. Tuesday is just ridiculous. But I changed my whole outlook on life and realized tacos. Taco Tuesday. Yes, I love Taco Tuesday. Okay. But somebody wants to mess that up and keep it for themselves. And it's somebody that I somewhat respect, and they play for my favorite basketball team. Shut up, people. Y'all think I'm a Clipper fan. I, I, I like the Clippers. It's, it pays the bills. But LeBron James filed a trademark request for Taco Tuesday. Ugh, that's so annoying. Sorry. So damn annoying hearing that. Taco Tuesday. Anyways. According to Yahoo.com, uh, an article written by Eric He, 
LeBron James loves tacos on Tuesdays, so it's not surprising that the Los Angeles Lakers star and entrepreneur is looking to literally cash in on the phrase Taco Tuesday. According to lawyer Josh Gerben, a company owned by James called LBJ Trademarks filed for a trademark for Taco Tuesday on August 15, 2019. According to the trademark application, James wants to trademark the phrase for advertising and marketing services through indirect methods that include social media and blogging. Look, King James, I'm okay that you own... A pizza chain. I'm okay that you do certain things to make money. I'm okay with all of that. You know, you got to get paid. You got to get paid. I know you're active on social media and, you know, you're a Laker, which is my favorite basketball team. I'm not saying that I wanted LeBron James. Like, he's not my favorite player in the world, but he's one of the best to ever do it. I'll say that much. And you're asking a hell of a lot from me. With that being said, Taco Tuesday is for everybody. It's for everyone. I cannot sit by here idly and watch this man, this person, King James, LeBron James, or as my man P-Dub says, LeBron blames, okay? You can't go and take over the trademark for Taco Tuesday. Who in the hell gave you the right to say, I'm going to own a trademark to Taco Tuesday? Taco Tuesday is for everyone. It's for the people. It's for everybody. When you're at work and you want to go get some grub with the homies afterwards and say, yo, what y'all doing after work? I don't know. Hey, yo, it's Taco Tuesday. Let's go get some tacos, son. Word. Let's go get some tacos. Love me some tacos. Love me some Taco Tuesday. But I cannot and I will not sit by idly and watch this man. This man that won't even lead the Lakers to a championship. This man. This man that's going all over and and destroying Space Jam by making Space Jam 2. He's destroyed that franchise. And now he wants to take over Taco Tuesday? Hell no. I won't have it. I can't stand this. This story makes me sick to my stomach. People are always trying to trademark something. Always trying to get paid off of something. But this is one of the few things I love and I'm passionate about. I love me some tacos. Al pastor. I like carne asada. In a pinch. Okay. Like Del Taco, Taco Bell tacos aren't tacos. They're Americanized tacos. Or my mom, when she makes tacos, she calls them white girl tacos, which I love. Like it's, But it's a different kind of taco. It's not carne asada. It's not al pastor. It's not any of the street tacos. That's my love. That's my favorite. Sorry, Mom. I got to say it. I like your white girl tacos, though. But what I'm saying is simply this. LeBron blames. You cannot trademark Taco Tuesday. The people won't have it. And if anybody is cool with this and you're in L.A., if you're in San Antonio, if you're in Santa Fe, New Mexico, if you're in Phoenix, Arizona, wherever you are where tacos are consumed on a regular basis, Austin, Texas, you cannot be happy with this. I refuse to co-sign on this. I think it's a bad idea, and I think the people that all taco lovers should unite and get together and say, LeBron, listen here, man. I'm telling you right now, you need to stop with all this nonsense about Taco Tuesday, or I'm going to trademark it because, oh, a few people left in my Instagram post where my family was screaming, Taco Tuesday. That's so damn annoying, first of all. It was funny the first time. 
kind of funny the second time. Third time, I said, all right, we know what day it is, okay? Because I live it. I'm a native Californian. I am an Angelino, and I can't sit here and let this man, LeBron James, claim and trademark Taco Tuesday. You know why? Because it's wrong. It's absolutely wrong. The people deserve better than this, LeBron. It's our trademark. It's our phrase as taco lovers. You can't take that and own it. You can't do that. That's not fair to the people. That's not fair to taco lovers. And it's damn sure not cool. And LeBron, I'm going to tell you right now, if this goes through and you trademark this, I am done with you forever. I'm barely hanging on by a thread with you because of all the things you've done. Everybody claims that you're better than Magic Johnson, better than Michael Jordan, better than, no, better than Kobe. No, you're not. Sorry. So I'm already got some bias because this is Kobe's team, the Lakers. Always has been. Always been Magic's team. Ain't going to be your team. But I'm going to give you a chance because you're playing on my team. But now you want to go? You already left the people hanging at Blaze Pizza in Culver City. Like, oh, LeBron's going to come here. And you never showed up. And you pissed off a lot of people. Now you want to mess with my tacos? I'm not having it. I'm not going to let it happen. You need to stop. And I swear to you, if you go through with this, I'm done with you, and you'll never see a ring with the Lakers. <sighs> I'm pretty passionate about tacos, y'all. I mean, I don't get this hype for politics. Hell, I don't even get this hype for my podcast. That you, you can't mess with my tacos. And Taco Tuesday is for the people. Taco Tuesday is for everyone. LeBron, don't do this. I'm telling you right now, as a native Angelino, a native Californian, a taco lover of the highest sort, and a man of the people, don't trademark this phrase, Taco Tuesday. You will regret it, and people will hate you for this. You think I'm kidding? I'm talking about this on my podcast. And LeBron, or LeBron's people, if you really, really, really want to battle me on it, you you come on the podcast. You won't, though. You won't. You won't. I guarantee you won't come on the podcast because I'm not big enough for you. I'm not big time. I'm not. I, I'm a little podcaster from the outskirts of Los Angeles. You ain't going to come on here and debate me about Taco Tuesday. None of your people will. So I'm going to talk all the trash I want, and I will track this trash to your face. So LeBron, don't do it. I'm telling you. You're going to make a big mistake. You're going to piss a lot of people off. Don't trademark Taco Tuesday. It's for the people. It's for the people. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Okay, so I've gotten pretty damn serious. I've been emotional through this whole thing. And I'm sorry the way my voice sounds. I've been, I, I got a sinus infection. And I've been really sick the last couple days and a couple weeks. Like this thing with my voice, I don't understand. So go and see a doctor. Go see the doctor. Yes. So what I haven't done in a very long time is tell <laughs> stories. I haven't done a story in a long time for y'all. And usually my stories are at the benefit or at the uh, butt of, you know, at my expense. The joke is at my expense to be humiliated. But if it can put a smile on your face and make you happy or whatever the case may be, I'm more than willing to do it. So hit the music. <laughs> okay. The year was 1997. The city, Bremerton, Washington. Yes. A lot of my embarrassing moments took place in the state of Washington and Tijuana, Mexico and San Diego and LA. I can, I've been, I've embarrassed myself all around the globe, but this particular time, 
I really embarrassed myself and almost got in a ton of trouble for this. Okay. Nowadays, I usually clean, like shave my head clean and I'll use a razor, um, you know, so I can get skin, skin tight, you know, get the, the skin, bald skin, whatever the hell, get that close. I, I can't even think right now. Still emotionally draught from everything I talked about. Stay focused, Jake. Stay focused. All right. I'm staying focused, man. Talking to myself. So, you know, I wanted to shave my head, but I was too scared of the razor because the last time I did it, I cut myself so bad that I bled all day and couldn't even go out to Seattle on the ferry because I was just bleeding too much and had to go get seen by a doctor. So I tried to do what I thought was the next best thing. I went to the grocery store. They're on, uh, on base in Bremerton. And because I know females use Nair to shave their legs and get that nice, clean shave with no hair, no stubble, no nothing, I figured, what the hell? Let me try some Nair and put it on my head so I can go bald. All right. <laughs> so I... Luckily, nobody was in my barracks at the time, and I went to the bathroom. Now, what I thought was if I put on there, it would magically make my hair fall out, and I wouldn't have to worry about shaving, and I didn't know how long I had to keep it on, so if it said, you know, however long, I was going to add five minutes to it because, you know, my hair is coarse, it's thick, it's curly, and I figured, what the hell? So, I apply this nair to my head, all right? And what I didn't do was follow directions. Because I just thought, oh, I put it on and it disappears. No, you got to shave after you apply it. Okay. So, what did I do? I put on the nair, put a nice coat on. Then it starts burning like a motherfucker. Mother. <laughs> like it burns. Like, oh, it's like that scene in the movie Malcolm X when he tries to put the relaxer on his hair and uh, he'll, he dumps his head in the toilet because the pipes are frozen. Man, I couldn't get that stuff out of my head fast enough. So, <laughs> so I went and I'm trying to shave it off because it's burning. And I'm playing water and shaving and shaving and shaving. It burned so freaking bad. And I had all these patches of like, clear pus coming out my head because I, I, I was like a burn victim like I literally just looked in the mirror and saw patches of like blood and like liquid like clear pus and patches of hair and everything all over my head and it burned so bad I couldn't even finish shaving I couldn't finish shaving so I looked like a damn burn victim and I'm like oh my god if I get caught with my head like this i'm going to get in trouble because one of my homeboys we were in hawaii we were drinking and we fell asleep out over we were out in waikiki beach and he fell asleep we didn't put on sunscreen and this dude got the worst sunburn of his life so bad it leaked through his uniform and then he got in trouble for destroying government property a human being is government property. Well, we can go into that, but I'm not going to. So, yeah. So, I'm like, oh, my God, it's burning. I got to shave it. So, I'm shaving blood everywhere. Everything's going on. It's all pink and raw and everything. <laughs> and I'm in so much pain. 
So I <laughs> I called my boy Darian. Yo, dog, dog, dog. What's up, dog? I was like, yo, Darian, please, do you have any alcohol in your barracks? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I got, I got, I don't care what you got. Just bring some shots, man. I don't care if it's crown. I don't care, man. I'm in pain. He's like, what's wrong with you? Just come over, man. You'll see, and I'll tell you, and I'll explain it. So I'm walking around, running around, just keeping, like, ice on my head. That wasn't working. It was burning. Cooling out. Put my head under cold water. Wasn't working. Trying to cool my head off, and all this blood is everywhere, and all this, like, raw, and, like, it's just bad. It looked like Fire Marshal Bill from In Living Color, Jim Carrey's character. And if you don't know who Fire Marshal Bill is, look him up. Let me tell you something. I look just like that dude, right? My head is just all over the place, patches of hair. My man, the Darian, comes over. He's like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> it was all bad. I was like, man, I, I, can't, I, I can't go to quarters like this. I'm going to get in trouble, man. I'm going to get captain's mask because of destruction of government property. I can't even wear a hat. So, okay. So, he's like, man, we're going to do this, all right? Let's at least shave... The sides in the back of your head, just so we can do quarters, because I know all we got to do is quarter, quarters like roll call for, for those civilians that don't know. So we're doing uh, quarters. He's like, all we're doing is quarters, and if you don't have duty, you can go. I was like, all right, cool. So I put my hat on slowly, and it was so agonizing and painful. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who the hell puts nair on their head? Big brother Jake does. All right, so. We go to quarters, and apparently, a Darian or somebody told everybody, everybody, because my sides were shaved, I was able to hide all the scars, and the redness, and the bleeding, and the pus, and all that other stuff that's caused from this chemical burn that I just caused myself, all so I could be bald, all right? So then, we do quarters, everything's perfect. Why in the hell is everybody that I know, hey, Jake, what's going on? And like, grab the top of my head and shake it and smack my head. Oh, my gosh. And I couldn't show pain because if I showed pain, then I'd be like, Senior Chief Lewis would be like, yo, what's going on with you? Why are you protecting your head? And then I would have had to go to sick call. Then I would have had to tell them what happened. Not only be embarrassed because it was the beautiful Puerto Rican officer, uh... <laughs> <laughs> like medical staff that I was I was crushing on back then, but like I would have gotten in trouble for destruction of government property. So I had to grin and bear all the pain they were giving me, and then I had the hat on for so long. Went back to my barracks, had a Darian with me, told him to bring some alcohol. We went and stopped, got some alcohol, and I had to take off my cover if I went in the store. So he had to run in for me because I was not taking my hat off. Wasn't happening. So after I take the, you know, we get back, take the hat off, I had to peel the hat off. Because so many people touched my head and smacked my head, it just created all these scabs and burns and, like, the skin attached to my hat. And it hurt so freaking bad, yo. So bad. So I said all that to say this. <laughs> if you're not brave enough to use a razor to shave your head bald, grow your hair out. If you can't grow hair, figure it out. Figure out a way, have a barber do it. I've learned over time now, I know how to shave my head, and I rarely nick myself, usually if I have like a bump or a pimple or something, but I've learned my lesson. Nair is not to be used on your bald head, and you don't let it sit long and then try to shave, or you'll look like Fire Marshal Bill and a burn victim. <laughs> Some of the stuff I've done in my life to look stupid and be stupid, but I've learned from it, Okay. So laugh away, 
I'm stupid. On to the next segment. This is the part of the podcast where Jake is mad. Dang, just because I'm loud doesn't mean I'm mad. I'm not mad. Damn. Yo, big bro Jake, tell us why you're mad, son. Okay, I'm going to tell y'all why I'm mad. Yes, I read social media, and I see my friends, and I see people of prominence. They always got to say something crazy like, oh, man, I can't wait till summer gets here because it's so damn cold where I'm at in New York City or Chicago or Boston or Philly, Detroit, Denver, whatever the hell you are. Then summer comes, and all everybody does is complain. Everybody wants to take pictures of their stupid uh, thermometers in the car. Everybody got to talk about how hot it is. Yeah, it's 111 degrees. It's freaking summer. If you're in Vegas and you complain about the heat, then you're even more dumb because you're in Vegas. It's hot. It's a desert. That's how it's supposed to be. But no, everybody got to be mad. Everybody got to complain. You complain when it's hot. You complain when it's cold. Springtime comes out. You're complaining because it's perfect. What the hell? Y'all can't be happy about anything. Can't be happy when it's cold, which I prefer the cold because when it's freezing cold, you can get blankets. You can layer up. You can be nice and warm. Boom. Summertime can't do that. Why? You have to. Uh, you can't avoid the heat. The heat is just on you. you. You take off the layers. You're still hot. You stripped under your underwear. You're still hot. You get in the pool. You get out, you're still hot. But the winter is a little bit better. You put on your jackets, put on your uh, all your other uh, items, you know, your, your your sweaters, your your long johns, wherever the hell you live. So here's my thing. Here's my point. And then I'll shut the hell up and go back to my regular scheduled programming, okay? This is what I got to say, period. Just enjoy the damn weather. No matter what season, enjoy the season. I prefer the fall. Why? I like the leaves coming down. I don't like all this pumpkin spice latte crap that everybody drinks. I think it's disgusting. This is me. Sorry. That's how it is. And, and people lose their minds over that stuff like it's a damn Popeye spicy chicken sandwich. But this is what I got to say. Enjoy the weather, wherever it is, wherever you're at. And, and just shut the hell up. It's hot. It's the summer. It's going to be hot. It's the winter. It's going to be cold. You chose to live where you live, okay? I live in Southern California where it's mild and it's not too cold. Yes, it gets hot in the summertime, but I know it, so I'm not going to bitch about it. And when it's hot, I don't go outside. I put my AC on 72 degrees. I have a $275 bill, electric bill. And you know what? I don't even give a damn. It's called an investment. I don't even go out anyways, so I save the money for going out by paying to be nice and cool. And if you think that's stupid, well then, too bad. But when y'all come to my house, you won't be hot. So boom, there it is, haha, in your motherfucking face. That's what I got to say about that. So why am I mad? Because people always complain about the damn weather. Stop complaining about the damn weather. You knew winter was coming. You knew summer was coming. You knew spring was coming. You knew fall was coming, okay? You learned that in the school. Fall, spring, summer, winter, whatever the hell. I, I got them all out of order, but I, I'm just that mad about it. So stop complaining about the weather stop complaining that oh damn summer's finally leaving i'm gonna be cold again you knew that and you chose to live where you live so shut the hell up and stop complaining about it all right thank you hello everybody you listening to my daddy big brother jake this is the big brother jake broadcast bye everybody okay let me take a breath. I was a little upset about a lot of things. But when people complain about weather, first of all, weather is the lowest common denominator of, you know, like small talk. Like, oh, nice weather we're having. That just means you ran out of things to talk to me about. You know, if it's obviously hot or cold, and it's like with one of your close friends, loved ones, family, whatever, like, damn, it's hot out here. Yeah, you know, it is, right? Right. Okay, yeah, that's it. Some people, man, they just take it to extreme. Complain every time. Oh, my God, it's cold. I can't wait till summer. Summer gets here. Whatever. 
That rant was brought to you by FabulistaCookies.com. <laughs> I'm sure Jesse will like that. Their products are freshly measured, mixed, baked, and packaged. You can be sure that the goodies you receive have not been sitting pre-made for days. And no, they're fresh as hell, let me tell you. So good. It's a, fresh, a freshness, uh, let me say that again, a freshness and unfabricated homemade quality awaits you. Let nostalgia be your friend, your transporter, your memory rouser. Go to FabulistaCookies.com and let them know the Big Brother Jake podcast sent you. Shout out to my girl, Jesse Dallas Childs, doing big things. Sister got the Black Expo coming up. You know, she's on that, you know, September 8th. Also, our first run with Five North Bolt, which I'm very proud to be a part of that organization. Uh, for all you uh, Charger fans that still live in the San Diego area, you don't want to drive to where you call it Smell A, which I take it as disrespect, but, you know, I understand, okay? You know, you want to take a ride, but you don't want to sit in that L.A. traffic. You don't want to drive. Hey, go to FiveNorthBolt.com and book your next ride. Pick the game you want to go to. Hell, pick all the games. You know, and then while you're on the bus, you hang out. Check out some of the quality things we have to offer, like La Diabla Micheladas, California Tap Rooms involved, uh, Fabulista Cookies, as I mentioned, Red Hat Coffee, Hess. Man, we got a whole bunch of things going on. Pacific Island Brewery, one of my favorite spots to go in Santee because I'm big on the Hawaiian Island music. Oh, and their brews, man, that, that strawberry brew that they have and, and the pineapple. Oh, my God. It's not too sweet, not too bitter either. It's just, just right. But, yeah, hit up 5 Uh I host on one of the buses and uh, guarantee to have a good time, make you laugh or make you mad, but I'm going to make you react one way or the other. So <laughs> we'll be doing our first official kickoff ride September 8th against the Colts. So, uh, you know, go ahead. Get on board. That's, what's, that's what it's all about. So I really want to thank you all for letting me – open up a little bit. I've always tried to be super honest on this podcast, but I really appreciate you letting me open up. It's not easy to be myself. It's not easy to come out here and just, you know, bear my soul, but it, it, the, the whole Tyler Skaggs thing really makes me sad. And yeah, I went on other tangents because of that, but, you know, we shouldn't judge people on how they passed away. We shouldn't judge people at all, but if you're going to judge somebody because people just feel the need, you know, really figure out what's going on in that person's life, you know, and be respectful. I mean, some of the stuff I've seen on message boards, like, about Tyler Skaggs is disgusting, man. So I, I had a lot to say about that, and I appreciate the uh, the open ear. And LeBone blames. I, I got to tell you this, man. Um, good luck trademarking Taco Tuesday because so many people have tried and, you're going to piss off a lot of people, especially out in L.A., where you're trying to, I don't know, plant roots. I don't know. Do business. Come on, man. Be, I don't even want to keep going on that. So, With that being said, I want to thank each and every one of y'all for listening to the Big Brother Jake podcast. This is a very emotional one for me, and it's okay. Um, sometimes I will do that. Um, I like to have fun and laugh, and I like to bring on people that you know I have fun and laugh with. So... It'll happen. It'll take place. So with that being said, I want to thank y'all for com- for listening. <laughs> I'm no, thank you for going on. <laughs> no, thank you for listening. Thanks for enjoying the show. Let everybody know. SoundCloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake podcast. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, tune in. 
Keyword, the Big Brother Jake podcast. Tell a friend. Let's try to make it to 38 countries. We're in 37 countries right now, and they're listening. Shout out to Canada. Shout out to Ireland. You guys are representing strong. Italy, come on, man. Step your game up. Scotland, step your game up. Hell, L.A., New York, Chicago, step your game up. Well, they are. United States, my biggest fan base. So. But anyways, I'm rambling. It's late, and my voice is going. So until next episode, I say to you, Deuces! You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast.